Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Here are eight tips to achieve anything you want in life. What's up, my friend? This is Coffee with Kaizen number 20. And we've been doing a lot of English lessons lately, vocabulary, grammar, and things like that. So I thought I'd switch it up today because this is still life in English. So let's talk a little bit about life today. I was uh, scrolling on TikTok yesterday or the day before, I can't remember, and I saw this interesting post, which was titled, Eight Tips to Achieve Anything You Want in Life. So really, all I'm going to do is share those tips with you, see if I can find a way to link them, not just to life, but your life in English, and then we'll get out of here, you know, so this should be a short episode, but you know, sometimes that's difficult for me, so let's see how this goes, now, let's get right into these tips, man, we're not going to waste any time, tip number one, focus on commitment, not motivation, just how committed are you to your goal, how important is it for you, if you find yourself truly committed, the motivation will follow, so that's what, whoever wrote this post that's what they're saying now, I would change it a little bit and say focus on commitment and not inspiration you know I've talked before on this podcast about the difference between motivation and inspiration and a lot of times when people think of motivation they're really thinking of inspiration which is that surge of positive energy that makes you feel like you can do anything yeah I'm gonna study I'm gonna do this um, I'm strong I'm capable and all these things that's inspiration the problem is that feeling comes and goes whereas motivation really is just the reason for doing something, right? So I don't think that's something that comes and goes. If you have a reason for, let's say, learning English, I don't think that reason is going to disappear or come and go on a regular basis. The reason is the reason, right? And only you know what the real reason is. And only you know if that reason is strong enough or, let's say, important enough for you to stay committed to your goal, you know? So I would say focus on commitment not inspiration. You know, motivation is extremely important, but it's not what most people refer to it as. Motivation is simply the true reason that you're doing something, in my opinion. So it's just something to think about, you know, because a lot of times we're going to have those days, man. Learning a language is like a long, difficult, 
daily process. You know, talking over months or years sometimes. So if you can't find it in yourself to stay committed to that goal, you're in trouble. You know, because there's going to be days when you wake up and you're like, man, fuck this. I'm not studying. I'm not practicing. I don't want to talk to anybody. This shit is too difficult. Let me just watch Netflix. Let me get on my phone. Do something easy. Something simple. But if those are the days, funny enough, those are the days that you need to stay committed the most. When you're feeling tempted to, how can I say, neglect your responsibilities. Because in this case, it's a responsibility. You have a goal, something you want to achieve. So it's your responsibility to make it happen, right? So focus on commitment, not inspiration. Tip number two, seek knowledge, not results. If you focus on the excitement of discovery, improvement, exploration, and experimentation, your motivation will always be fueled. If you focus only on results, your motivation will be like the weather. It will die the minute you hit a storm. So the key is to focus on the journey and not the destination. Keep thinking about what you're learning along the way and what you can improve. This one's also important, right? Because a lot of us kind of get caught up or so focused on this idea of fluency or reaching some advanced level, and that's all that matters. And we don't really pay too much attention to the process itself, you know, going from zero to 100, going from zero to fluent. A lot of people get so lost in the dream that they don't focus on the present and what they're learning every day, the small wins or victories, let's say, they're getting every single day. You know, they're not... I think another problem is a lot of people are so interested in the idea of fluency, but they're not at all interested in the idea of of learning. You know, maybe I'm being redundant, but what I'm trying to say is a lot of people don't care about what influences the language that they're trying to learn. Like a lot of people want to become fluent in English or some other language, and they think, I just need to memorize 5,000 words and how to use these 5,000 words in a logical manner, in a sentence. But they're not at all interested in culture, the history of the country, or the language itself, the people that they're going to be communicating with. They're not interested in any of that. They just want the language itself. And the language is nothing more than a tool. English, Spanish, Japanese, Swahili, it doesn't... There's there's tools, you know? It's what we do with those tools. In my opinion, that's most interesting, right? The knowledge not the result, the process, not the destination. It's important to remember that. So tip number three, make the journey fun. It's an awesome game. The minute you make it serious, there's a big chance it'll start creating a heavy emotional weight and you'll lose perspective and become stuck again. So it's very important to just have fun with the process. Don't take it too seriously. It's going to take time. You cannot rush these things. I don't care what anybody tells you. There's no $1,000 secret to get you there faster. It just doesn't exist. So you might as well find a way to have fun, which is why it's so important to find people to talk to that you actually like, you know? I know that's easier said than done because it's kind of, you know, depending on your personality and things like that, it can be really hard to find somebody, let's say, cool or easygoing or somebody you identify with that you can talk to on a regular basis. But still got to do it, man. I mean... Otherwise, you'll have a real difficult time. And the more difficult it is, most of the time, the less fun it is, right? So just remember to not take it too seriously, man, because we all got to go through this process and none of us are going to get to the finish line, quote unquote, in weeks or months. You know, we all got to go through the same process. 
we're learning this language. So why not just look on the bright side, have some fun with it, you know? All right, tip number four, I believe. Get rid of stagnating thoughts. Thoughts influence feelings, and feelings determine how you view your work. You have a lot of thoughts in your head, and you always have a choice of which ones to focus on. The ones that will make you emotionally stuck, like fear or doubt, or the ones that will move you forward, like excitement, experimentation, trying new things, stepping outside of your comfort zone, right? So if you can, just make an effort to not focus on the negative shit, like I'm stupid, this is too hard, I am, I'm not smart enough to talk to this person, my English isn't good enough, I'm never going to get there, all that bullshit in your ear, can't focus on it, man. Can't focus on it. You just got to focus on the positivity. As cliche, as fucking cliche as that sounds, it's for real, man. You just got to focus on the positive. You have to make a conscious effort to acknowledge the progress that you're making, the effort that you're making, the things that you're learning, even if it was just one fucking word, one expression you learned today, or you just talked to one human being, you know, you were scared shitless, but you did it. You talked to the person. Got to acknowledge that. That's a victory, you know? And you're not going to get very far if you can't make an effort to acknowledge even the, let's say, small victories that you make on a daily basis. And that's just in life, not just with English, right? The The title is Eight Tips to Achieve Anything You Want in Life. I'm just trying to connect it to life in English, you know? So tip number what? Six? I lost count. Next tip, let's say. Use your imagination. The next step after getting rid of negative thoughts is to use your imagination, when things go well, you're full of positive energy. And when you're experimenting or experiencing difficulties, you need to be even more energetic. So rename your situation. If you keep saying, I hate my work, I hate my work. Guess which feelings those words will evoke. It's a matter of imagination. You can always find something to learn, even from the worst boss in the world or the most boring job or the most terrible situation. So here's an exercise for you. For just three days, think and say positive things only and see what happens. Now, again, I know that sounds very cliche, but it's for real, man. And I don't, I'm not saying that just because I'm reading this here, like reading somebody else's post. That's, let's say, a recommendation that I would give to anybody is just focus on the positivity. Because I don't know how long you've been listening to this podcast um, and I don't know how much I've talked about it before in the past. But historically, I'm a very negative person. You know what I mean? Like, very negative, skeptical. Um, I can't think of any other words, so I'm going to keep it simple. Just very negative. And, of course, it's had a negative effect on my life experience, on the way I've seen things and done things and things like that. And when I just made that change to decide to focus on the good, the positive, the progress, and things like that, and stop judging myself for bad decisions I've made or judging myself for how difficult something is for me or how long it takes me to do it or anything like that. Stop judging yourself and holding yourself to such a high unrealistic standard and just focus on the positive, what's actually good, what's working and put more energy and effort into that so you get stronger and better at those things because focusing on the negativity only generates more negativity. So, you know, stay positive. I know it's tough, but you got to do it. All right, next tip. Stop being nice to yourself. 
I really like this one. It says motivation means action and action brings results. Sometimes your actions fail to bring the results you want. So you prefer to be nice to yourself and not put yourself in a difficult situation. You wait for the perfect timing for an opportunity while you drive yourself into stagnation and sometimes even into depression. So get out there, challenge yourself and do something that you want to do, even if you're afraid. This is probably my favorite tip out of all of them. Stop being so fucking nice to yourself. And that probably doesn't sound like the best motivational tip, but this isn't about motivation. I'm not here to motivate you. I've already explained motivation comes from within. So I maybe could inspire you, but that's not even my objective here. You know, so I would say stop being so fucking nice to yourself. Stop treating yourself like a baby and saying, oh, it's okay tomorrow. Oh, it's okay. You don't have to step outside your comfort zone. No, we're not ready and all these things trying to protect yourself. Because in that process of trying to protect yourself, you know, like people like to call it, you're not doing anything but making yourself weaker in life in your language learning journey, whatever it is, by protecting yourself, avoiding something that you know you should be doing just because it's difficult or it makes you uncomfortable or you're afraid of it. All you're doing is reinforcing the idea you have in your mind that you are too weak to do something, or too afraid that you are not capable of doing something. And that's a terrible thing to do to yourself. You know, terrible thing. So stop being so fucking nice to yourself. And push yourself outside your comfort zone because nobody else is going to do it. So every day that you go by just you know, treating yourself like a baby, saying it's okay, I'm not going to grow or learn or step outside my comfort zone or do difficult or scary things. You're just digging a deeper and deeper hole. And you won't be able to get out of it at some point, you know. So like I said, nobody's going to do it for you. You got to do it. So stop being so fucking nice to yourself, all right? It's okay to be mean to yourself. As long as it's with good intentions, right? I know that sounds contradictory and strange, but like you got to, you know, you got to give yourself a kick in the ass sometimes, man. I'm telling you, hopefully that makes sense. I don't know. I'm going to talk about that more in the future, but we already at 14, 15 minutes. So let's finish this up. Next tip, get rid of distractions. Meaningless things and distractions will always be in your way. Especially those easy, usual things that you'd rather do instead of focusing on new and challenging and meaningful projects. Learn to focus on what is most important. Write a list of all the things that waste your time and hold yourself accountable not to do them. Now, this is another one of those things that sounds simple, but is actually quite difficult to do in reality. Because if you have any level of self-awareness, you most likely know what you're doing to avoid your responsibilities. Like You know what you're doing to just waste time, right? And we could easily write a list of all those things and say, okay, I'm going to stop doing these things. But the actual part where you stop doing it for an extended period of time, that's the hard part, holding yourself accountable. Because, again, nobody's really going to do it for you. And maybe you have a friend or something like that that will hold you accountable, but I think that's a rare thing indeed, you know. So, and even if you do have a friend like that, you should still be able to hold yourself accountable because you are with you. Nobody else is with you. It's just you, right? So, it's very important, man, to like have a clear idea of what you're doing to avoid your responsibilities, to waste time and things like that. Make a conscious effort to get rid of those distractions because at the end of the day, we all got 24 hours in a day. Never more, never less. 
And you may not think of it this way, but everything you're going to do today with your 24 hours will directly affect how your life goes six months from now, in a year from now. Like literally, literally, bro. The cheeseburger you're going to buy this afternoon is going to affect your life, your health, your finances six weeks from now. Literally. I could not be more serious about that because once you understand that, hopefully your thought process and your decision-making process will change for the better when you stop just thinking about today. Because there's no such thing as a small decision. We may think of simple decisions as small ones, but all decisions are the same size because they all have consequences. You know? So by choosing to get rid of distractions, I think you will notice how much more time you actually have every single day to do stuff that's really important. Like for real. I don't know if they have this on Android, but on like iPhone and Apple computers, they have what's called screen time, which shows you how much time every day and every week you spend looking at your phone or your computer. And goddamn, man, I'm telling you, if you haven't done it already, just take a quick look. See how much time you actually spend on your phone. Like me personally, it could be anywhere from three to five hours a day on my phone from six to 10 to 13 hours on my computer. Now, obviously I work on my computer from home and things like that, but dude, like half the day, literally I'm sleep for four or five or six of those hours. So then 10 to 13, I'm literally looking at a screen, got to eat, got to shower, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> got to do stuff like that. So it's like, man, you really got to be aware of where your time is going on a daily basis. Right. All right, last tip, man, last tip. Do not rely on other people. Or in other words, do not depend on other people. You should never expect others to do it for you. Not even your partner, your friend, your boss, your parents, nobody. They're all busy with their own needs and their own lives. And no one will make you happy or achieve your goals for you. It's all on you. So I could talk a lot about that in relation to life in general but let's just stay focused on english i said this many times before and that is nobody's going to learn english for you you got to take responsibility for your language learning process like me as a teacher or somebody else as your language learning partner will help you get there hopefully faster more effectively in a more fun way but at the end of the day you got to do it i released a video recently i think it was on tiktok or instagram basically talking about three things i learned from teaching English online for the last three years. And one of those lessons was the best students take responsibility for their education, you know, because a personal trainer can teach you how to lift weights properly, right? The right form and how many reps to do and things like that. But at the end of the day, you still have to lift the weights. The trainer's not going to lift the weights for you. Your mom's not going to do it. Your friend's not going to do it. You got to do it. So I can teach you all the information and lessons and words and culture and all that type of stuff but if you don't do anything with it that's on you you know so don't depend on others don't expect other people to achieve your goals for you or hold your hand and help you get there safely and quickly and easily it's not how this works and hopefully you know that hopefully i don't want you to think i'm speaking to you as if i'm speaking to a child or something like that it's just really a lot of people man they don't stop to consider these eight tips, you know, they go through life just confused, frustrated, miserable, you know, irritated that things aren't going their way. And they never kind of look 
inward or in the mirror, say, what, what the fuck am I doing to create this life experience, you know? So hopefully these eight tips have inspired you to stop and take a look at yourself, your life, your habits, your beliefs, you know, what you're doing with your time, all of that stuff. Because I genuinely believe these eight tips, if you can apply them consistently, your life will be better. And if you can apply them to your English learning process, you will learn faster, more effectively, and have more fun doing it. And that's what it's about, man. Got to have fun. All right? So that's a way longer than I thought I was going to. But we're going to get out of here, man. That's Coffee with Kaizen number 20 in the books. So I will talk to you tomorrow. Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.